0: G'day and welcome back to the Ball Boys AFL Fantasy Podcast. This afternoon we're going to be talking all of the events of last night's Richmond Carlton match and we're going to be talking about what's to come this weekend. How can you prepare your team for round one? Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) i <laughs> you and welcome again to the Ball Boys
1: AFL Fantasy Podcast. I am your host, uh, Mitch Casey, and uh,
0: for joined with uh
1: you know, subbing in for the intro there, Luke, Roger, how are you, man? Good, man.
0: I just wanted to see what it felt like to press the buttons, and I've, I've had one shot and I'm over from one.
1: <laughs> you had two buttons <laughs> that you could have chosen, from. Well, I didn't and know.
0: I went to the red button. It was meant to be the green button. Yeah, and then...
1: go, green means go. Red means Actually, stop that, at the end. True. You know, I've colour coordinated this and everything, mate, <laughs> but uh, yeah, That was
0: a bit of fun. I'll work on it, and I might come back later. Like, Later
1: on, we'll see how you go, but uh, <laughs> a little test run there. But yeah, we uh, we're talking the you know first game of the season has been and gone. Mm. Didn't get a result really. We, we had a draw.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we've had some got some fantasy stats and scores to reflect on. We've had teams being named yesterday as well, which is going to take up a lot of today's podcast. And we've also got some questions that some of the listeners have floated through that we might oh, awesome. uh, answer as well. That'll so, be great answer. Uh, what do you yeah. wanna what do you wanna pick off with, man? Look, last actually, last hold night on. was let me let me pick yeah. up with the controversy that you stitched me up here. Apparently I've well apparently <laughs> I've stitched you up with uh, with your team. Do you want to set the record straight for the listeners out there?
0: Well, I'm innocent. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> no, no, I, I um, had a prior commitment leading into team announcements yesterday afternoon. So I, I said to Mitch, here, have my login details. And if anything goes tits up, just try and sort it out for me. And, no, to be fair, you did a good job. I think we had well, you had so, Phillips
1: on field. So that yeah, was one thing. So yes, we had, we had
0: to get changed. Phillips out. You brought Hollins in, and it was looking bleak at half time. Um yes, and it uh, was. And I think that, that was when I tweeted, uh, and I just said, Mitch has stitched me up. But um, it <laughs> kind of came. You car, well, there there yeah. Bed. Uh, the sky was falling down. Maybe I overreacted. <laughs> overreacting in round one of AFL Fantasy? Oh, we would never do no, that. No, who would think? But no. um, in the end, Cowan got subbed, and Holland's kind of put up a semi-respectable <sighs> 44. Yeah, so.
1: a semi-respectable 44. Geez, our standards <laughs> are low at the start of the year. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, and, and I had the Cowan on the field. I think you did as well. Yes, we both yep. sort of, after the podcast finished last time, we're tossing up, okay, Cowan d6 uh Campbell Chesser d6 Yep, yeah and um I think I lent the way of Cowan over just because I felt like more people would start him because he's in the first game a lot of people sort of go that way he's a more expensive guy people yep. would do that felt safer I also thought that Campbell Chesser there's a lot of been talk about him being managed early in the season Chesser's so gonna come out and drop a 120 I just it's can feel certain. it yeah, yeah I know and and now that I've thought about it, I'm like oh goes out, maybe he'll get inside time Whoa. all this sort of stuff. He's versus the kangaroos, but
0: it's hard, hey. Rookie yeah. roulette. But regardless of fantasy, how good was it to just have footy oh, back? last Yeah, it I was, saw a uh... few people, you know, getting around on Twitter saying that. Oh, you know. Uh, not exciting, no result, or you know, not an exciting. Game of footy, but oh, I mean, like I was thrilled when, by it. Yeah. Whenever you have a close game of footy, for me, that's exciting. Yeah. I don't, you know, mind, um, you know, whether it's free, free flowing or close and uh, and in tight. If it's if it's a close game, then it's enjoyable to watch.
1: Yeah, and it was good. Obviously, the MCG looks magnificent as yeah. always, and it's uh, yeah, just just great to have it. Are you? But before we get onto the fantasy stuff, mm. are you, uh, I know you. Obviously a hard-working man, you know, overworked and underpaid, thank, as thank they you, man. say. Thank you, appreciate that. Yep. <laughs> but are you a fan of the Thursday night footy, or, or do you prefer your weekend to start with footy on the Friday night?
0: Uh, no, I actually like Thursday night footy. I think the, the more days of the week where I get to watch footy, the happier I am. Um, <laughs> Me But too. it's obviously, it doesn't always work in with your schedule, does yeah. it? So, uh, yeah, yeah, I've got a commitment that's, that's weekly on a Thursday, and so it means I miss a little bit of that. Yeah, but fair. Still good.
1: Yeah, I, I personally love the Thursday night games. I also love the daylight savings time where it that starts works for us. That, that six twenty time for us yep. uh, over here in Queensland instead of the the seven twenty or seven fifty where it yep. starts in a in a few weeks' time. But yeah, anyway, the more footy we can get the better. But let's talk Absolutely. about uh where do you want to start? Let's start with perhaps last night's wrap up. Yep. So let's uh, let's maybe go through our teams, man, and, mm. and how we how we started. So we've also well, talked so you, about the rookies a little bit here, but yeah, yeah. uh so let's start at the top at, at okay. defence though. Yeah, Doherty, one hundred and ten. Yeah. Are we? Uh, you, you've got him in your side. I do.
0: So you say so you were doing a little bit of a like a team reveal thing. What were you telling me last night? Oh uh, yeah,
1: slow team reveal on on Twitter. Okay. So as as my team you know plays their a games, I'll, I'll announce that as the you know just for the fantasy community to. Just have a little bit of a, a check-in. Not so, that anyone
0: really cares what I do. But, <laughs> but uh, people who are watching would have seen that you didn't have Doc. I do have Doc, have Doc. And me. it was we had such an interesting conversation last mm. night because I've got the VC on Doc and, and you asked me at the end of the game, you said, okay, he's, he's 107. Are you going to take the VC? Yeah, 107. And, and I was, was sort of thinking, uh, 107, I don't know. I might, yeah. I might go, you know, captain. And then I think I went to the toilet or something, came yeah. back. Doherty, 110. 110. Taking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that. 3 point three difference. points. But I don't know. Yeah. There's just something like, there's yeah, something yeah, mental yeah, about yeah, it. And yeah. we talked about this on the previous podcast too. We had a line, didn't
1: we? We said 110. I think line. we almost did say 110. And yeah. it's
0: it's like, you, you're not going to completely lose out if you take the 110. Let's say another guy that you could have captained goes 130. You do lose a few points. 20 but, points. But if, the guy that you were going to captain comes out and um, injures himself, injures himself in the first, corky, then you stand, the game. you stand to lose 200 yeah. points potentially. Yeah. So um, I think the safe option, especially round one, we're easing into it. I think I'm probably going to loop Goffey.
1: Look, if he was on my team and I had the VC on him, I would be taking 110. Yeah. Um, just because, like you said, at the start of the season, we don't have as many captain options. Obviously, we've, we've got fewer premiums in our side. Um, yeah. So I think while 110 isn't super exciting, I think for me it's enough to... Just tuck away as my VC and not have to worry about the stress of choosing a captain for the rest of my round. As a non-owner for Doherty, 110. Look, he's priced at 110. He scored 110. I don't necessarily think it's a win for me or a win for Doherty owners. It's just uh, sort of a wash, Mark. What will sort of, I guess, you know, the the weeks to come, we'll we'll sort of see how successful it is and how successful I am going against a Doherty uh, will be you know how he goes in the coming weeks but also yep. how well the other options that i have at my uh, you know obviously i'm saving a bit of cash there how well i can spend that cash and and sort of see how it all flows out in the wash um, definitely so i think that obviously he scored well at, at half time i was feeling pretty good at 37 yeah. i think at half time and went then and put it like a 40 third point third quarter, quarter I went crazy he? Yeah. yeah and he that did. goal that he kicked from bloody 60 meters that was that hurt yeah, me a little bit.
0: It was good. As a Tigers fan, it hurt me, but then uh, at least I had the... <laughs> then you remember the, you had him as a PC? Um, yeah, so I was, you know, I was all right. It helps. Um, we had, uh, a lot of us might have had a couple of uh, rooks getting around last yeah. night. So Cowan and Hollands, I'd imagine, would be featuring in a few teams. Obviously, Cowan, we mentioned to and alluded before, he, he uh, got subbed in the end. He looked like he was getting a little bit of... Of the ball sort of at half time, but he did look like he was butchering it a little bit, which he was
1: turning it over a fair bit. Yeah. We don't know if
0: that contributes to the sub, but then um, Holland's we mentioned before as well, um, sort of struggled for the first half, but then he popped out a, a sort of a thing. He ran a lot. Like and he that did. was the
1: big thing on him. He's good running capacity, and if he led the game yeah. almost in the kilometres stats that they put up there on the Telsa track tracker.
0: Yeah. When so. you when you can run like that you you'll eventually be able to find the ball. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll work your way into the game. So I think he did that 30 in the second half, made me kind of eat He, he eat probably looked tweet.
1: better to me than a Cowan from a pure pure footy sense. Yeah. Um, it, it, I think some people were floating out there that Cowan got subbed because of an injury. I, I don't think that was the case. I think he was just yeah. tactically subbed off.
0: It'll be intriguing to see where that leaves him next week, I think yeah. is what most people will be looking at. Yeah,
1: So, and I'm interested to see what the other defensive rookies in a Wilmot and a Chessa do, and whether or not it's clearly... okay. Next week, we just make the adjustment, put some of those other guys on field for those of us that did start him on ground, Um, or if all three of them are going to be a risk of subs, and maybe there's a requirement for a bit of a restructure there. This is what I was concerned about, and before the um, Elliot Yo injury, and also before I found the winning fantasy formula, um, (laughs) I had a a rookie, I only had one rookie in the back line, Um, but since that, I've sort of flicked it around, and now I have the two, so... We'll see how it goes and see how the rest of it fills out. But obviously, I think if you've got Oliver Hollands, um, I had him on bench with the emergency on yep. him. If you had the emergency, you're not looping it or anything crazy like that. But no. 44 is not going to kill you, but even... I think most people would have one of the two on their ground, I think, yeah, for the th- most part. I
0: think towards the end there, at least, I think he saved his cash generation. So he's put up something that at least is going to send him in the right yep. direction. And then another fella who is definitely going in the right direction is our boy, Timmy T. Timmy I think T. was L- great. It was, great. It was great to see him score all those points, but then you knew every other relevant fantasy coach. Well, I was pretty him, happy
1: because anyway. he was the captain of my draft team. Yeah, so that was, I was uh that was That was me cheering along for that. But yeah, so, he is probably in most serious teams. And
0: I know it's only one game, but um, for me he he just kind of confirmed the point that we were all making is that yes, Richmond has this system that's not necessarily great for fantasy scoring, but they've never had an absolute beast fantasy scorer in that system. So if Taranto continues to get that midfield time, he was tackling in there, um, You know he was getting these scrappy kicks out, there were a couple of mark kicks in there as well. So I think he's going to be fine and will quite easily be a top six forward. So any other guys you want to talk about from that game? Um,
1: There was just maybe a couple we'll touch on really quickly, which was um, Adam Chera I wanted to just touch on real quickly. Some people were looking at him. Started well. I think he was on track for a ton, had 50 at halftime, but... Sort of just faded in that third quarter, ended up finishing on an 89, which is about where he's priced at. So I think if he is someone that you had there, depending on what happens in there, I think he could be. I was never a believer in him anyway. So, um, you know, depending on what happens the rest of the round, he might be a guy that could be maybe someone that you jump off of and jump on the guy that pops. Because, yeah, I just don't, you know, this was a game that you didn't have Sam Walsh in here. We're one week closer to Sam Walsh coming back. I just don't think that he's going to provide us what we need him to do. Uh, you would have hoped that he'd start the season really hot because yep. when Sam Walsh comes back, inevitably he's probably going to lose some points. Agreed. Um, but outside of that, uh, Jaden Short maybe we touched on.
0: Yeah, Shorty started well. I think he had 50 to half time and we talked about maybe him at round 6 getting DPP. It's interesting because if he does get DPP, you don't really want him to go too well at the start because then he's going to increase in price. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just one to, to wait and watch with his role. And um, Toby Nankervis scored uh, ridiculously well last night, but don't be tempted in any way into that. That's not reflective of what he'll do for the rest of the year.
1: The thing I'm taking away from that is maybe we need to look at Rux versus Carlton. If uh, Mr. Worldwide, (laughs) Mark Pitnett, is not playing and they are going to go with uh, Tom DeConing because it that, was hit-out central for yeah, Nank you know, and Nank's Nank. had 37 hit-outs, 11 tackles. Yeah. So I think that's a career high I think Mate, I saw And if Nank, Nank had 37
0: hit-outs, a guy like Sean Darcy will have Monster 70 hit-outs. Yeah,
1: so I think that that might be something that we look at. I have had a quick look at um, their schedule. I don't think they come up against, I mean, Tristan Jerry or North Melbourne, which <laughs> we'll talk which about, we'll talk about them soon in round four. Um Rowan Marshall, round six. So, say that comes up, that might be someone that you yeah. might even look at a bit of a captain option on yep. a Rowan Marshall. because, and, and we'll have plenty of data to see multiple weeks of, you know, if that is a real thing or if it was just a flash in the pan for a Nate Curvis who did have 11 tackles, which is not something... I mean, he's nah. a good tackler, but I think that is... I think I saw today a really career stick. high. So, yep. that's all really to touch on from last night's game. Let's get stuck into the teams. And I guess the guy that I did just mention before is probably... The big thing to talk about and a lot of decisions, at least for my team, I know you're thinking about it too. (laughs) We did mention it in our Rucks episode. Um, I slipped it in there at the end um, that Tristan Jerry has
0: been named Soul Ruck. Mate, I was so excited, I was actually um, next door sitting on the can reading this article and I I felt, I need to text Mitch about this, because this this is intriguing. So you
1: you saw some comments, apparently, from Uh, I saw some comments,
0: and I I haven't had a play around just yet, because I I flew home from work this afternoon to record this one, I haven't had a play around with the team, but the article that came out where Clarko made a few comments about why they've chosen to select Sherry and and, leave Goldstein out. There were a couple of little statements in that article that kind of filled me with a little bit of confidence. So there was a statement that read something to the to the um, extent of um, we know that um, Zeri is our guy going forward. He's, he knows he's the, he's ruck the future, future. The ruck yep. of the future. Yep. Um, he also said that he was looking to pick a lineup that um, had speed, pace. Um, so those kind of comments, if, if that's the way that Clarko wants to go, then... That, to me, doesn't seem like something that you quickly backflip on next week. I I don't... Clarko's so seasoned that I don't see him as being the kind of coach that if it doesn't go well this year, he suddenly backflips on a strategy and goes, oh, okay, Goldstein back in. He's not looking towards Mm. now. He's looking towards the future. So... I don't know. There's every chance after this podcast I go in and, and see what the team looks like with, uh, with X area in there.
1: First of all, um, I want to answer the question, is this something you could do? And my answer to that is absolutely. Yeah. I think this is absolutely something that you could do and is definitely a play. Um, we did highlight this prior to the teams being announced, so it's not something completely out of left field in my opinion. Yeah. I highlighted this because last year we had the very similar situation of Tim English and Steph Martin both played in the preseason games, sort of like 50-50. Tim English was the main guy, yeah. um, but Steph was in there. And then come round one, Steph Martin wasn't there. Tim English was named Sol Ruck, and he obviously went to break out. Tim English... Tristan Jerry, similar ages.
0: Um, yeah, I don't think the breakout's quite going to be... I don't think should. that we're expecting the but same sort value. of thing,
1: but the value, I think, is there. And I think, and again, you've got the two older guys, so Steph Martin and the Goldstein there. Um, different teams, obviously. Got yeah. um, North Melbourne versus the Bulldogs, yeah. so two different ends of the spectrum in terms of point scoring. But Tristan Jerry does have a fantasy scoring pedigree. He has had some really good VFL numbers in the past. He has scored decently, even as sort of just that number one guy, even with a goal scene in the team. So I think he went on to average. It was something like 77 when he was the number one ruck guy with goal scene in the team. So I think with him being number one, I, I would consider him an 85, 80 to 85. Mm. I think that's pretty conservative. He's also in round one coming up against the Eagles, who are going with Bailey Williams and uh, Jamison. Uh, so no Nick <laughs> It's a very easy matchup.
0: It could be um, so. The, I, I
1: expect him to go big in the first round. The question where a lot of people are coming into is round two. He's got Frio and Darcy and Jackson. Darcy and Jackson. A lot of people are saying that Goldstein's going to come back for that game, and you know they're going to go with that two be. ruck setup there. Um, look, I think it's a punt you could take. It does. I guess it just depends on what can you do with that cash.
0: Exactly. If you feel if you feel really confident with what you can do, and you think, geez, this makes my team just look insanely good then it's something that I'd definitely endorse um, but if I have a play around with it this afternoon and I can't really find something that makes me feel really good then mm. I'll probably just go back to the safety I think I've got English in there at the moment so yeah I think that the other thing that we underestimate is with those kind of mobile-ish Ruckman as well he's not mm. just a you know a
1: lump of a lad lump kind of, of a lad With yeah. those mo-
0: They're in at more centre bounces Than the midfielders In terms of percentages oh, yeah. And so they get yeah. The first opportunity At the tackle Tuckles, at ground level Yeah, yeah. A little they get the hit out Sort of handballs Even a hat kick in, in time mm-hmm. So they can score well um, Absolutely Yeah If if you do it Don't blame us um, <laughs> But if you don't do it And it goes well Don't blame us Yeah, Yeah <laughs> Well if you do it And it goes well Credit
1: us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so so here's some examples of what I've sort of played around with because I have definitely spent a bit of time messing around with this on my team. So there's a few different scenarios that I'm doing with my squad. So at the moment, I've got either Sean Darcy or a Jared Witz in my R2. Yeah. So going down from a player like that to a Jerry, you get about 200, 200K, basically. Yep. So if you put that on top of a Will Day's head... It's enough for me to get up to an Andy McGrath, okay? So you would have you basically be comparing, let's say, a Jared Witz and a Will Day yeah. to an Andy McGrath and a Tristan Jerry. So Andy so McGrath. So it's almost like a premium yeah. and a worse
0: mid pricer
1: versus two mid prices that are a bit closer to sort of premium
0: status. Andy McGrath's got a guy that, like, if he comes out and starts punching at one hundred, one ten, it's no one's going to be surprised, but... I don't
1: know if I'm ready to go and predict it, just with the, yeah. the mouths to feed. Yeah, that, new
0: coach, uh, what does the game plan the, look game like? Game style
1: apparently looks friendly, but again, yeah. it's like one game That's sample. It. And
0: what does it look like in season? Mm. Is the coach going to mix things up if it doesn't go the right way? Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll if if you um, Alan Iverson's fallen over. Oh the no, frame.
1: AI! Come on, mate, don't be flopping. Um, if you if you had like an English, I'd imagine if you went an English down to a Tristan Jerry, you might be able to get a Will Day up to like a Hayden Young or a Nick Dakos if that was the case. So in your situation with English, yeah. like, again, without knowing exactly, but I English think that might like, be enough to get up to a Nick Dacos. good enough. Do you think that that it? would be something? You know, instead of a McGrath. Maybe a Dacos or a Hayden Hayden Young. Young. Does that fill you with any
0: more confidence? So that that would be uh, Sherry and Young versus Day and English. Yeah,
1: or Sherry and Dacos versus Young. Yeah. Sorry, Day and English. I almost
0: feel better with English and Day. Day can make some cash, I think, and then English, I feel like, is a pretty confident.
1: So what do we expect? What do we expect um, Will Day to do? I think he's probably an 80. I'm trying to be conservative there Yeah, 80. Um, And if, let's say, English is what? 100 to 105? Yeah. So there's, what, 180? And then so gold. If, sorry, um, Jerry's an 85, let's say. And what's Daycos? A well,
0: 90, 95? 95 would be high end, and we know that draw can be a bit spicy, or that draw we've seen could be spicy for him. So I it's think, pretty similar. Yeah, and I think Day in English just gives you that ability. It's like English, you're hoping that you just lock and load, and then Day, maybe he increases... So I guess maybe the riskier okay, side down is a the Trish and Jerry. I think so. I think yeah. it's the riskier side. Of course, it has the more anything that's more risky often has the more potential yeah. upside. So, um, yeah. Um, the, the other option
1: know. that I've been playing around as well, and I don't know if I'm just spooked from the sub last night, but I, at the moment I've got six rookies on my field. I'm playing around with trying to get five, mm. and so I'm trying to play around with if I go like a. Um, Someone like a a wits down to a Tristan Jerry and then also someone, you know, grabbing a bit of cash or someone else's head, someone like a steel down to a Josh Kelly. Yeah. If I do that, that gives me enough cash to go someone like a Noah Long, so a two hundred K basement price
0: to Callahan.
1: Up to not quite oh sorry, Callahan is in the midfield. I'm talking oh, forward sorry. line, going to like a Tanner Bruin or uh, nah. you, you don't like that? No. Nah. So that would then put Philippu. who I'd still have him, but i put him on my bench. You just want to watch a Geelong player tonight. I've got no you? one playing tonight, apparently, at the yeah. moment. So. <laughs> so he's just itching to get someone on. I just, I just wonder. Right, I, I've played around with that, and I'm just worried about that F6 spot. I know some people are fading a Philipp and putting him on their bench because of the role. Um, I've already got the 35 sitting on my ground, so I don't want another poor score. But I think I'm leaning away from that just because... And, and some people might disagree. I know a lot of other um, good credentialed coaches are out yep, there that yep. like Tanner Brun. I'm not a fan of him and his game I think last year um, in the pre-buy he was averaging 37% CBAs and averaged 60 in that kind of a role I can't imagine his midfield usage to be much higher than that yeah. in, at Geelong and I actually think he's He's probably just as likely to be subbed as a Philippou, um in that Geelong team when you've got players like Mitch Duncan out at the moment. Yeah. Um, Bose is out and looking to come back in next week. There's just, I actually think that, and the wage, I just don't trust Geelong at all. Yeah, um, which I think is fair enough. So I think that I'm just paying more for maybe a little bit higher upside than a Philippou just because of the role, but still the same kind of a risk. And I'm also taking off a, a better captain option, in my opinion, and a keeper in a wits. For a Tristan Jerry. So I'm I am i have tinkered around with it. Yeah. What I can use the cash for I don't think is worth it at the moment. So I'm probably leaning no at this stage. Yeah, But if you can if there's something that it does fix up on your side and it makes it feel a whole lot better, I would tick it off. I think it is a genuine play and um, I think that if if it suits your team and your structure, I, I would give you the green light.
0: I agree with you there.
1: The other probably major um, sub, or, or I guess the non-listing uh, there, was the Phillips. Mm. Um, Will Phillips for the Kangaroos again. The, the Kangaroos here is um, names an emergency. I think all bets are that he's the he's the sub for that team. Um,
0: yeah, I think so, and.
1: Which is yeah. what what led to Holland's being on your ground. Um, yeah. Now it now actually has freed up a bit of cash for me because I had both of those guys sitting on my bench at M nine and M ten. So that's where I was able to get up to a wits in my ruck line. So it's something that look what are we what are we doing with that M ten spot or the M nine M ten like. I know you've you've you're running a bit short there. We've only really got three guys who are pure mm. midfields in terms of cash cows. There, um, there's not a whole lot of basement options available for us in the in the mids.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a struggle, isn't it? Like I said, I've just rushed home from work, so I haven't had a good chance to to go over everything. But um, yeah, it's it's bleak at that spot. Yeah, and you don't.
1: Which is why I wanted to go with for my structure. You were structured up a little yes. bit differently with the Hollands in the on the bench, even though he probably is a better scorer than a cow and all those sort of types, but it'll be interesting to see, yeah, what happens there.
0: Yeah, I think to be honest, I'll have a look at those, uh, those rookies that have been named and I'll, I'll have a little bit of a, a squeeze through and see who I'm backing to maybe have some job security there. I'd I'd probably at this point prioritize job security over scoring potential, um, just because, excuse me, um, just because, you know, you, you come out and you score well in one game and you get dropped, it really doesn't count for anything, does it? So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little stumped in, in that regard as well at this minute.
1: All right, let's talk about some rookies that are all uh, confirmed. So, going through some of the list and who basically are we picking? Just going to go through these guys. Yeah. Kay Chandler, 200K forward, um, yay or nay on him? No. Nah. I'm going Roll, no on that Roll's one there. Good. Even he is, if he plays consistently, he's going to score He's scored several scores below 10 before yeah. um, as a sub, but still I just don't think he's got the scoring potential there. And there are also a few guys from Melbourne coming back in. Yep. Similar story for Bailey Lowry. Lowry? Nah, no for you. Uh, Miller Bergman. He's someone that we haven't really considered. Defender at North Melbourne, 200K. Any interest there at all?
0: Uh, no, I don't need a defender at the moment. But yeah, I think if, of all the
1: positions, we're pretty set in defence, at least with some guys that we think can score.
0: Yeah, he, he could be one of those guys that if, if somehow round one we see, oh man, this guy's in favour and he's popped and he's doing everything right, he could be a guy that you could shift a few guys around to get make sure you get that rookie that pops. Um, but at this stage, No.
1: He's 20 years old um, and averaged 75 in the NAB League last year. It's so It's not the worst, but not the best either. He was the 38th pick in the 2021 draft. So, doesn't scream to me like a guy that has the best job security nor the highest ceiling. So, I think I'm probably going to pass on him too. Um, Bodie
0: Uland. Uland? He was um, getting around in a few teams last year as a little DPP mid-defender, I think he was. Was he? Okay. In terms of, you know, when you start the season, you yeah, that true, little thing then is like yep, a, yep. a placeholder. A placeholder. Yep. So I'll be interested to see how it goes just purely from that perspective that I've seen the, the name.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, you going no there, though?
0: No there.
1: No. Okay, yeah, I don't think I'm going there either. Uh, Judd McVie, again, another, another Melbourne player. I think I'm no here as well. I'm going none of those North guys. I just worry about their
0: job security. Yeah, I'm the same on that one.
1: Um, next guy here, um, we've got uh, Alwyn Davy, 212k. Are you having him on your... Yeah,
0: I've got Alwyn Davy in there at the moment. Um, so I think reports are pretty good out of Essen and, and mm-hmm. the fact that he performed pretty well in that uh, practice game. Uh, I think there could be some job security on offer there. As yep. well, I um, think he's in for me,
1: and he is on my M ten. M ten. So moment. yeah, the yeah. way you structured up
0: that—that's yep. a good choice, I think.
1: Yeah, um, Fergus Green, I think he's a lock for most people's bench on the forward line.
0: Fergie, big girls don't cry. He's in. <laughs> Fergalicious! All right, he's oh, on there. Delicious. <laughs> and we've got the cyclist. Uh, what are your thoughts about Luke Pedlar As much as I love saying the cyclist, yeah, no. He's yes for me, unless I mean I'm des- Unless I'm absolutely desperate, but it for me it would be more a choice made out of a, the potential job security than That's the why scoring I'm going potential. There. Yeah, but I don't like, like his bench only. Definitely okay. not on my. Field. So let me throw this to you. He continues to you know plays real well, well, but he just scores thirties and forties consistently and goes nowhere. Where does that leave you? It's a bit
1: of a nothing pick, then, isn't it? Um, he's kind of just one of those guys that you just hope there's one game out of the box where he scores.
0: <laughs> That's what I hope. What I picked up. Um, Kane Baldwin at the start of last year. Do you yeah, remember that? yeah. They're, they're, they're I think at least he's kind of out like weeks.
1: I think there's there's a little bit of room of him getting some midfield time. He might get a little bit more up the ground. He's more of a small forward than a than a big key forward uh, type. So yeah, I think there's a little bit more upside. I sort of see him more as like a Corey Durden type than a than a Baldwin type. But yeah, um, I, mean, I think that just the job security just gets me over the line for a player like him.
0: He could go right. Once he's, once he's got a handle on his roles. <laughs> I think he's a player that's got gears. Oh, mate, he's coming left,
1: right, centre with all these picks here. The cyclist. Oh, the cyclist. Um, there was another... I think there was another Adelaide player that was named. It was... Um, yeah,
0: McElhaney or something?
1: Yeah, McElhaney. Yeah. Uh, Trying to find him here, but yeah, Max. He is someone. He's a defender. That, yeah, so he is someone that I think is a little bit more than basement price. The problem
0: is, he's a defender. Two
1: sixty-eight. I think he's a key defender as well. So yeah. I'm a pass on him. Yep.
0: Um, And then the last one here, which I think that I'm going to be going for, is Noah Long. Ooh, Noah Long. I think he's likely to appear in my team as well. Um, Had some decent scores as a junior as a forward as well, from what I Interesting that we're just banging out the West Coast rookies, hey? I
1: know, yeah. It does make me nervous. But I'm looking looking at the team there as well. But I think that maybe Jamison might be the likely sub in that lineup that they've got at the moment, just because, well, first of all, he didn't do much when we saw him last year, and they've got the two rucks against the North Melbourne. And when they've got the sole ruck, they might want to have a bit more speed through there. But it does yep. make me nervous that, like, maybe a Jai Cully is not in the team and he might come and take his spot it's true. straight away. Like um, but I don't know if Noah Long's going to be the guy that makes way for that because he's basically he's a pure forward. Um, yeah. So I don't know if he's going to be the one that makes way. And if he can play well against North.
0: At the end of the day, I mean, you have to pick the rookies that you think are likely to score well and have decent and hold, job security. So just because there's three West Coast rookies that we think are likely to you know, score well and maybe have good job security doesn't mean that you should shy yeah. away from that, I don't think. The what other one you-
1: that we are waiting on is um, Sam Sturt as well, who yes. has yet to be confirmed. We'll find out in about an hour and a half's time on the time of recording, Yep, or actually probably 20 minutes' time, if it's daylight savings. Yeah. Um, So, I guess by the time this podcast comes up, you might know whether he's in there or not. Mm. Do you think, say he is named, just scenario he's named, are are you going there over someone like a Noah Long, or what are your thoughts?
0: Depends who I see might be missing. Mm. I think I said a similar thing last night. That, for me, actually is a big deal. If there's somebody missing of note that I think, yeah, that player plays in in Frio's... Best twenty-two, yeah. then that probably makes it a different decision. But if they show their intent that they're like, <clears throat> this guy is part of our yep. best twenty-two, a little bit different. What about Kaminiti? Did we mention Kaminiti? Oh yeah, Kaminiti.
1: Sorry, uh, no. I as a forward, as a forward yeah, I'm him. passing on him. He's a, he's a tall key forward, and I think that he's not going to score. He's he's the baldwin to me, the guy that's not going to be Cop generating that. much score. <laughs> Cop that, Kaminiti. But no, I just I just don't think he's going to yep. score as well. Agree. All right, oh, yeah. let's move on to some questions. questions. So I, I haven't seen these. Yeah, I'll, I'll, question without I'll notice. I'll give them to you. You fresh. smashed a bit, so, mate. Do you,
0: do you need another one? Yeah, mate. Come I'm going to run Thursday, downstairs. Friday afternoon. Can you answer the first question while I get another bit? <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll, I'll last until after the podcast. Oh. Uh, but what are your thoughts? We've got to answer these questions, mate. The people have got to know. Um, what are your <laughs> thoughts on Tom Powell as an option over a Brune, Jason Horn, Francis, or a Millerer? What are your thoughts on Tom Powell? Uh, I think He's named without, obviously, Will Phillips in the team.
0: Yeah, I think Powell will, will see some midfield time. Um, who are those other names that you mentioned?
1: Brune, Jason Horn-Francis, and Wayne Millerer.
0: I think I'd pick Horn-Francis out of those guys. I would too. He is and the most then, expensive of them. And then I'd be going Bruin Powell, Millerer, maybe, in that order. I think I would Something go, like yeah, I'd probably go the same same order. So
1: best yeah. price per ranking that we've got there is Bruin, but yeah. I do have my concerns with Geelong and how high he sits in that team. Yeah. Jay, if you can get to Jason Horn francis yeah. I think he's the, the pick there, probably the safest bet yeah. in terms of his job security. He looks like he's going to get some decent midfield time. Tom Powell is a good one, but I think he's kind of the one that, if you went at Jason Horn francis and Tom Powell pops in round one, it's you an easy fix it. up and you can go down. Whereas the reverse It's much is... harder for me to do that. Yeah, so, that's a good point. Um, I, I, if you can get to Jason Horn francis I would probably do that yep. for you there. LMDT, thank you for your question. Uh, Brayden Young here wants to talk about Dacos as a viable option for Yo as a replacement or is uh, Will Day the better option? What are your thoughts there?
0: Um, I think if you're considering Dacos, then also consider Hayden Young. As yep. well, um, it's
1: coming around on the Hayden Young.
0: Well, I, I just think that if you're considering Dakos, it's the same price range. You need to yeah. at least consider both. Seven thousand so, dollars difference. Dakos, uh, you started to spook me a couple of weeks ago when you started talking about the. Yeah,
1: mate. I was. I was. Well, not only I'm did almost th- upset that everyone's come onto my side here yeah. and now they're
0: all jumping off. Not only the draw, but the the tag target as well. This this kid is just such a freak of a player that in his second year we're talking about him being easily the number one tag target. So that's the big flag for me. Uh, if you go down to Day in that situation, you obviously save yourself some cash and you do have the potential to make a little bit of cash there. Um, so the ideal scenario with Day is that you drop down to him, he makes 150, 200k, and then you drop a rookie and you upgrade to a top six defender and you're happy as Larry. Um... I'd be going down.
1: Yeah, I, I probably would be going down too. I just think for most teams it's... If, if he's your D2, then I'd probably be going up. Oh, if yeah. he's D3, I'd be going down. Yeah, um, so point. I think, if depending on where you had Yo, uh, I think that that's where I would go because I don't want to have you know Will Day that high up on my list because he is still a question mark at the end of the day. Yep. Uh, there you go, end of the day. Well done. <laughs> yeah. well done. Very accidental pun there. Uh, <laughs> but I think that he is someone... Uh, yeah, I'd probably be going there for most scenarios. Yep. Um, all right, let's give you some more questions here. Yeah, what do we got? Uh, thoughts on Andy Brayshaw. Um, Aiden thinks that he's a great pick and has a great role, balanced game style, consistently, yada, yada, yada. Um, just thoughts on why you didn't mention him as a captain segment. So I guess for us, the reason that we didn't mention him as the captain is because of the tag we are in round one. Yeah. I think he's a great player. Obviously, I picked him last year. He's my favorite pick of the year. I do just think that... There's a lot of people saying that Sorong's going to break out. A lot of people saying that Will Brody might get some more time on ground. Some people think that even someone like a um, Diego Mira coming in replacing uh, Old Man Mundy is going (laughs) to increase his scoring. So there's only so many points that I think can go around in that Frio midfield. And I don't see much upside, if any, maybe even more downside for a player like Andrew Brayshaw compared to some other guys around his price range. I think I'd rather go like a Clayton Oliver or a Jack Steele if you are wanting that. Captain option, personally,
0: you still see him as being a top eight. More. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. So in terms of that guy's question, he's let's say he's got him in there. He's, okay, if he got, got him in be, there, so why not captain? It's the tag. It's risk. just the tag for yeah, you. It's the tag risk because,
1: yeah. like, for me, captains when you're relying on them as like your end of the weekend sort of thing. The last thing you want is them to come out and put up a seventy or something like that yeah. as a captain. So uh, let's
0: say, I mean, if Brayshaw if Brayshaw was playing earlier in the round, then you probably sign off and go, "Hey, throw the B- VC on yeah, him, and see what the happens." VC, but but it's, it's the late yeah,
1: here's the last game of the round with so. the
0: captain. You want to be pretty much ticking all the boxes to That's make right. sure that um, there's not even the hint of something going wrong. That's right.
1: Um, this yeah. man is asking another sort of um, Tom Powell or McLean question. So he needs to take out McLean. He doesn't know who to choose out of Tom Powell or Wayne Millerer. In that instance, there, I'd be going Tom Powell.
0: Yeah, me too. Is there a way that he could... If there's a way that he could swing his team to get Callahan? Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so it puts up into the midfield, yeah. maybe. If there's that potential, but yeah. If there's goes. that
1: potential, I'd probably go that way too. But I think Tom Powell is the better one for me. Wayne Miller, we haven't seen. Tom yeah. Powell is probably going to get inside mid-time. Yeah, um, I agree. High junior numbers, <laughs> so I think that's where I'd be going there. Cool whip. Um... Are Laddams and Lyset viable, or would you pay the extra amount for English? If you're going the Laddams, set way, I'd be going Trish and Jerry. I think out of all those players, their same price range, I'd be going Trish and Jerry out of all of those guys. So for me, Lyset is off the table. Forget Lyset. Set and Lyset. You know? <laughs> I'm not going to knock this over, mate. It looked like you were getting very... Um,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I was what, definitive. What's that, what's that called? Um, gesticulating. Is that a word? I don't know. I'm gonna confirm that. I think talking with your hands is gesticulating. Yeah, but
1: anyway, I think if you go in that price range, you're going for a Tristan's Jerry. So if that's your option, there, I'd say yes.
0: Um, Yeah, it is gesticulating.
1: Oh well, there you go. Um, I guess I talk very (laughs) gesticulately. I don't know if that's a word. You can't say testicular. (laughs) My the ox uh Let's. So yeah, do you, would you do that or? Well, you're in that uh, situation yeah. now, so it's uh, very much team <laughs> dependent. I guess. Yeah,
0: I agree. If if you're looking at those two, um, I'd prefer. Mm. Jerry, Tristan, Jerry, the X-Man. Yep. Let's yep. do maybe
1: one more question. Let's do a, a good one. Um I'll give you a fifty-fifty call: oh, McGrath okay. and Tom Green, or Baz and Will Day.
0: McGrath, Tom Green, Baz, Will Day, Baz and Will Day.
1: Yeah, I think I'm the same there. I yeah. mean, we're pretty we're pretty partial to, I think that's an obvious to, to contest, Bailey Smith it? there. I think of that trio, Bailey Smith is the obvious keeper in all four of them. Yes. Whereas I don't know if McGrath or Tom Green are keepers. Yeah,
0: in that scenario, if you go McGrath and Tom Green and they both become top top six and top eight in their line, you know, equivalent, then that's an outstanding pick. Yeah. Um, but you know Day's probably not going to be a top six defender. So Bailey yes, Smith you know. could be a captain option. But I think there's more risk going Green and McGrath because if they both end up not being top 6 that's, a bit of that's it. two yeah. trades yeah. versus the one to get I, I would out. agree.
1: I think Baz and Will Day are the picks there for yeah, me. Definitely. So that might do it for us today guys. Yeah. Do We've you want me to do like, the outro as well? Oh Yeah, give it a go. Uh, <laughs> what, what have the people got to do?
0: No, nah, you've lost it. What, oh, <laughs> like and sub subscribe yeah maybe. like and subscribe yeah, man Like and here subscribe. Go. get around us if you haven't already we're on the quest to a thousand uh
1: 829 subscribers, subscribers so far is. guys That's i was
0: gonna say followers so yes. uh, it's it's kind of like spiked up a little bit in the last last we couple have. of days so get we're close. looking for a thousand if you haven't already and you're enjoying the content please subscribe and um and leave a comment uh if you agree with us leave a comment if you don't agree with us as well Um, but uh, yeah exciting times footy is back footy is back fantasy footy
1: is back and uh, we'll see you guys next time press Uh, the button mate which which button (laughs) this
0: one okay catch you guys see ya recording stopped